Hello, everybody. Happy October 12th show. Wow. I am happy to report that I had a wonderful weekend. I hope that you guys did as well. I was very, very, very fortunate to spend some quality time with my cousin on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, I visited with a friend from one of my classes that I had never met. We went to Golden tried a new restaurant, new to me. And then this evening, Sunday evening, was spent with two people that I met on my Asia trip. So that was another wonderful experience. We went to Thai food, go figure, since we were in Thailand together. So that was a great visit and catching up. And yeah, I'm still enjoying all the connecting and visiting that I have going on. So uh, my Denver time is coming to an end real soon here. I have my laundry all over my aunt's floor and getting my suitcases packed. I had a little mishap out of my control, you know, good old serenity prayer, fun stuff coming in. But I bought this amazing cherry juice. I love it. Every time I come here, if you like pomegranate juice, this is like as delicious as that, but times 10. And Evidently, when they bottled it, the seal wasn't completely closed or the lid wasn't closed under the seal. And as I was trying to pack and get situated in my car today, I discovered that the cherry juice spilled all in my suitcase, had inches of mold. It was really disgusting. And that was my souvenir suitcase. So it had presents for people and stuff. And I'm trying to be optimistic about it. And actually, I didn't get too frazzled. I just cleaned and was grateful that things didn't get more ruined than they did. I did have to throw away a little bit of clothes and a hat and some stuff. But overall, it was funny as I was going through the experience, and I'm sharing this with you because this is what I hope I can teach people to do and continue to practice myself, was go, okay, well, at least I discovered this today when I was somewhere where I could wash out the suitcase and you know, go through the stuff. Instead of if I was on the road or worse yet, if I made it all the way back to New York without ever messing with this suitcase, you know, in another two or three weeks. And God only knows, because this like molded quick. We're talking less than a week and it was really, really gross. So I did not let it ruin my day. It just slowed me down a little in the morning, but it was pretty gross. So out of my control, right? I couldn't fix the lid. I didn't call the company in an angry rant. I did call the company and let them know so that no one else would have trouble. And I would still go back to this cherry store because they make amazing pie and amazing cherry juice. And I just love it. And I'm proud of myself for not letting it ruin my day because that would have stopped. It just made me a little later. So anyway, what do we got for October 12th reading? Vernon Law says, when you're through learning, you're through. Recovery is a series of changes occurring over a period of time. Many people identify the beginning of recovery as the day they stop drinking or using or gambling. That's a beginning, a turning point, but the disease stays with us. It's up to us to continue to learn, to continue to work our program, and to let our new knowledge give shape and meaning to our lives. We may not have been able to comprehend all of this a while ago, but the process goes on if we keep learning and growing in sobriety. We may be unlucky to have victimized a lifelong chronic disease. 
Sometimes we may feel discouraged as we work our recovery and encounter new obstacles as we progress. But the fact is that our recovery is unique. By working our program, we can become even healthier than we were before our disease took hold. How many other people can look forward to that? With the awareness of all that can be ours and willingness to learn, we can find ourselves happier, healthier, and more fulfilled with each new day. Today, help me be open to change and growth in sobriety. Anybody who's listened to more than one episode with me, you know that I'm pretty passionate about the continual change and learning and moving forward. And honestly, I don't know how it could be done and done successfully and done as an individual. Like I couldn't have done it when I was still gambling. I don't know how people possibly can because we're so focused on the the bet and being in the zone and chasing the action and never really... Gambling is kind of like a, one giant projection or, or deferral. We're not looking in the mirror. We're not looking at our problems. We're not looking at things. We're just trying to mask them all. That's kind of the point of the betting is we're trying to cover up whatever's really eating at us. So to have an opportunity to not mask everything up and to start looking to learn. And this is learning in both the recovery arena and the life arena and the relationship arena. It's not just learning how to stay away from a vet. That's very important. I just continue to get more attached to the idea that we need to make our lives whole. Like there's parts of me that want to feel guilty about not making groups to the level I was making groups before, but I also have to live my life and I want you to live your life too. And that's part of the learning cycle is learning how to live again. Part of our dinner conversation tonight was one of my friends that he was a partier, he wasn't a gambler. And we were talking about biking and all the different things you can do here in Denver. He said, you know, something like, well, when he was partying, all he knew how to do was to drink and get high in his basement. Like, what did he know how to go do? So he had to learn ways to cure the boredom or how to live his life or how to see things. So that's part of the learning too. What is it that we like? I have another friend that is... um going through some changes. And as she evolves, you know, she had given up her cigarettes. And as a way to keep her hands busy, she started painting. And she's doing these amazing, amazing artworks. I actually had to go to uh, her place and, and buy a couple before I left town because they're just that great. And, you know, she's learning a new skill. She's watching videos on how to make herself better. She's practicing with trial and error. And... I know this might sound silly, like, what, do you want me to go buy an art room, Bobby, and and spend time art? Well, I don't know if art's your thing, or exercise is your thing, or networking is your thing, or going to movies, or whatever it is, or maybe more formal. Maybe it's going back to college or taking some online classes. But learning keeps us stimulated. Like, if we don't use our brains, they kind of go to mush. You know, like, it's kind of like, when you see someone in the hospital that doesn't move around, I think they call it muscle atrophy, if I'm saying that right. They don't use the muscles, so then the muscles get weak and they're just kind of there. So like if you were laying down for a year and you tried to walk, you're not going to be able to walk because your legs don't really know what they're doing because they're out of shape. They're not practiced. It would take some relearning. So I love that learning and growing are a theme in today's reading. 
And it also calls out that little fact that other people who haven't maybe suffered with an addiction or gambling or drinking or whatever they're going through, they don't necessarily... We hear this from spouses all the time in the groups is the spouses will get jealous because they don't feel as connected because like in our group, you know, we have each other as gamblers, we can go to a GA meeting or we could do things. Now there's resources for significant others, but sometimes the communities aren't as tight as maybe what the gamblers communities like. So even just learning how to deal with situations that come up like having a spouse that feels disconnected. Just learning to tackle that is is something. But the reading was saying that, you know, those folks are significant others or people impacted may not have the opportunity to learn because they feel like it's our problem. Well, you're the gambler. Why do I have to deal with this? Where if it was someone who had to put up with the gamble and they took it as an opportunity to go on their own journey, they may be very surprised what they find. Like the things that have have really moved the needle for me this last year had some things to do with recovery, but it was really about digging deep and, and trying things that are open to anybody in the world. You don't have to be a gambler to meditate. You don't have to be a gambler to learn online. You don't have to be a gambler to podcast. So the world is all of our oysters like in a huge, huge way. And I think going from active gambling to recovery is just a a bridge to get us to learn more things if we choose to take that as an opportunity. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. If you choose to try to learn something new and to focus on that and, and the learning and the changing and the growing, you will have less time to be stressed and worried about gambling or to think about gambling. That's kind of the beauty and the gift of learning itself. It doesn't feel obvious at first. It, you know, It's going to feel like a chore because it's different than what we know. And we know what we know. And it's easier to follow through on things we know because we know them. So it's, it's uncomfortable. And that was another part of the great dinner conversation was the statement of, you know, I forced myself to chair meetings and to stand in the front of the room and take control of the meeting, whether it's on Zoom or in person. And it's because it's what I'm the most uncomfortable with. And I know that if I'm uncomfortable, I'm growing. And that's how I feel. That's how I feel about videos or being in front of a camera. That's how I feel some days when I'm talking to you guys and I, I feel like I'm umming or sewing or liking, you know, those, those crazy words that just have really not a lot of value on a podcast. It's like, ugh. I really am not jiving today. And I have to be mindful of that and learn how to talk myself out of that. And it comes from practice. And it comes from, like in this particular case, I talk to you like I'm having a conversation with you right in front of me. Although you're not in front of me, just the crazy cats are in front of me. So I hope that that was valuable, guys. The last line, today helped me be open to change and growth in sobriety or in not gambling mode. I'm telling you, there's an amazing world out there. And I challenge you to start looking for different ways to connect with all the opportunity that exists because you can truly enjoy it in recovery. Like in such a way, I could never feel as connected to people and things and exploring and learning and all these things when I was gambling. I just never felt connected. I might've went through the motions. Yeah, I went back to school as an adult, blah, blah, blah. 
but it wasn't quite this connection. And learning's just always been something that evidently I enjoy, whether I was mindful of it or not. Now I'm mindful of it and open to learning. I mean, since I've been in Denver, I learned how to play pickleball, or at least I learned the rules. I learned, what else did I learn? I know I've learned some things. The pickleball one is the one that jumps out the most. I learned different places to go. I learned about some of the Native American history here. I've learned about the fires a little bit up close and personal. You know, I've learned things this past week and I'm enjoying it. And you can tell because I'm telling you all about it. So, all right, beautiful people. I am going to let you go. Have a very super happy Monday. I hope that your week starts off amazing. And I will be back with you guys tomorrow. Thanks.